cliffcentral.com. The Unview, the Thin, the Rich, and the Fabulous on cliffcentral.com. Good morning, good morning, good morning to you. This is the week of love, the week of Valentine's Day. This is The Unview. My name is uh, Alan Forty on Cliff Central, the show where we make lots of uh, entertainment and wonderful things happen. Um, yeah, Gareth Cliff and I had an interesting discussion about something called Skype or FaceTime 6. <laughs> Seriously, it's very safe. Um, I highly recommend it. Um, but yes, if your partner or your <clears throat> love interest is not in the same city as you, it's, it's another option. Anyway, but uh, this is the week of love and we hope that you had a good Valentine's Day at, uh, did you spent uh, time with your with your other half, or you went on a first date, and you spoiled them, you know, just beautifully. Here is the secret, though, is that I think we should be doing that every day. We don't need a specific day to do that. I mean, I think uh, we could do that uh, just on any given Friday, for that matter. Um, and sometimes it makes it puts people under a lot of pressure, especially on a first date. Because what do you do? I mean, or, or like you like someone. This is that's just the position I was in because I was like, I kind of like you, but like, do I do it or don't I do it? And like, it's only been like five dates, and how big do you do it? And like, I, I'm talking about the flowers, not, <laughs> not, not, not. Ah, uh, you know how it goes. Valentine's Day. Today we've got a very, very full show. We've got Helen Dubois, actress, singer, a performer, coming into studio. We also have the staff singing in the own. He's joining West Side Story, Grant Almoralk. He's joining us in studio as well. We're going to talk about the phenomenal Fluda Cup Theatre Awards. We'll talk to Melanie Burke, who's the chairman of the awards. Um, we're going to chat about the restaurant of the week or month called Tiger's Milk. Again, I like to reiterate this. When I, when we pick a restaurant, I pay for the meal. I don't, I don't get invited and I just go. And I get blown away by stuff. And I think that's really cool. And I think it's a good thing to do because otherwise you get influenced. So I generally do my own vibe and that's it. And then we're chatting about Cape Town Fashion Week 2017. It is the start of the, the fashion calendar when African Fashion International comes in and, and puts this together. We're going to go there in a second. Um, Yus' funeral was really quite devastating last week. I'm happy we did that dedication. We've got Francois Pinot coming on next week. We'll talk about his mad foundation, Make a Difference. Um, also talk about uh, what Yus meant to him. Uh, but all in all, a great send-off. To a great man And uh, I'm happy we did that dedication last week But this is The Unview The Thin The Rich and the Fabulous I'm in my gym, gym gear Because I'm going to gym oh, We're going to do this next week or the week after I'm going to get the, the personal trainer in And I'm going to get the dietitian in And I'm going to tell you what we're doing And how we're losing this XX pounds And let me tell you When you're doing Skype sex um, Or FaceTime sex Listen to me clearly be careful the angle. It can add a lot of pounds. You, you might want to add a few pounds in one department, but the, the, other, the other department, yeah. So, yeah, we're on diet and we'll talk about that. Uh, that's all coming up. Uh, this is going to be a year of very interesting stuff. Priscilla, Queen of the Desert's coming to town. Bonnie Tyler we've got on the show. Um, we've got some big stars happening over the next couple of months. But let's go into what I do. I love every year going along to the Mercedes-Benz um, African Fashion International Fashion Week. Um, it's a kind of a long yeah, we'll get there right. But it is Fashion Week Cape Town 2017. And in studio, we've got uh, Katie Davis, who's the head of production for Thanks. the fa- – welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Um, exciting. Every year Very. is exciting. Yeah, and this year is our 10th year anniversary as African Fashion International. So 
I'd say we're pulling out all the stops. Is Dr. Precious um, Mutsepi, is she still involved? Very yes, close. Yes, definitely. Yes, mm. she's still she our CEO it. and chairperson. Mm. Yes. And, and I mean, still, but, but how does it, because I, I remember 10 years ago when it started, mm-hmm. Precious was very involved. Yes. And picking and choosing and phoning designers and getting it going. It's now grown. Much bigger than that. Yeah, I think that it's, yeah, it was small. Yeah, you know it that. was very mm. small. It's definitely grown past Dr. Mm. Precious having to phone designers. Yes, because um, it was that. That's what yeah. happened initially. Do you know that? But yeah. from I think over the last ten years, you know, AFI has been able to build up a team of people mm. to kind of take on those roles and to lead with those roles. However, Dr. Precious is still monumentally involved. You know, no designer comes onto the platform without her approving who they are. Mm. Seeing their work, you know, we have a panel of mm. um, people who choose the designers, mm-hmm. and obviously they decide. But Dr. P likes to be involved, likes mm. to see. She won't ever step in, but she's always a watchful eye, always approving things. And yeah, uh, there is two factions. There are two. Camps when mm-hmm. it comes to fashion yes. in South Africa. I'm not going to go through that. And quite frankly, it's boring because it's unnecessary. But mm-hmm. but here is the thing: is that it's wonderful to have good competition. It's wonderful yes. to be able to, because then you're stepping up the game and you're not dealing with exactly. a monopoly. Yes. Okay, that's the first thing. The second thing is to have people like Mercedes Benz, which mm-hmm. is a top brand Definitely. involved in fashion, yes. is it really collaborates very, very well. Yeah. Um, over the years, we've seen from David Clale to Gavin Raja to, to, to uh, Craig Port. Yes. And we've had them all there. Yes. Um, Who's on the bill this year? Can you can you tell us some of the names? So I can definitely tell you the designers who are confirmed. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a really exciting lineup this season. Funny you mentioned, but all three of those designers are back for our ten year celebration. Ba- are they back? Yes, they because are. Because David is superb. Yes, Gavin is like oh, he can blow your brain away. <laughs> yes, because he can. I mean, he can, and I think that you know, in the past we've. Dealt with certain issues mm. and those type of things always will happen. Oh, always, and, and they and they creatives come exactly. on. Exactly. So we're really excited. Um, African Fashion Week. You know, we started ten years ago with mm. a very small pool of designers. It really was. I remember it actually. We were bringing our you know our homegrown. Cindy Tuli was there those days. I mean, yeah. So yeah. it's really Sun Goddess. Yeah, those days I remember it yeah. really well. So yeah. we do have um, David. We have Gavin. We do have Craig Port. We've got a couple of. Um, new designers breaking through. We have Cleo Drummer, we have Jenny from Habits, Stefania, Shana, Tybo Bakar, Etwin. So this season we've actually opened up our platform for Pan-African Fashion Week as well. So not only will we have South Africans from Joburg mm. and Cape Town, we've got Pan-African designers from Botswana, Ghana, Senegal, um, so that's what, that's a really exciting Which aspect. is good because it is African Fashion Week. Exactly. And is we, it happening at the convention center? No. So we're very excited about our location ah, this year. We're actually having Fashion Week in Camps Bay on the Camps Bay sports field. So <gasps> our divine, view is divine, the ocean. Divine. Um, we're on Victoria Street. We're really excited about this right next to the Bay Hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a chance for us to bring everything into one area. So we've got our, 
show venue. And then we're launching a very exciting new aspect to Fashion Week, which is a bit of a lifestyle event Mm -hmm. that's called Experience AFI. Mm -hmm. And those tickets will be open for public. You can purchase, come in. There'll be live streaming of the shows. So that ticket won't get you into the show venue itself, but you'll still be able to see Mm -hmm. Fashion Week. Um, There's artisanal food, drink. It's going to be a really awesome new aspect. Kelly, what I love is and the way you said this. Firstly, it's nice to have a new backdrop. Yes. It's quite important. Yes. Secondly, you can have the spill yes. from the restaurants, the beach, coming exactly. coming into your space. And that's a good thing. Yes. Because, because even if I don't want to see a show, but if I go down to, let's say, uh, La Parada, the new restaurant that opened up, or to, to the Bay Hotel, to one of yes. their restaurants, or even into Blue upstairs, I, I'm still getting the sense. And you exactly. have that. So you're, you're still a part Miami of fashion. Week, yeah, you're turning exactly. But in a different good. aspect. And mm. I think that the fashion industry sometimes is a little bit elitist and closed off to the outside world. If you don't know about Fashion Week, you kind of miss it. And that's why this season we're trying to bring people who don't know about Fashion Week or don't come to Fashion Week mm. to actually experience it in some way. I like that. Yeah. And then obviously you get all the models that are leaving. Yes. And so they're all hot. And then they're all walking in their bags and they're going and they're popping to have a drink at Caprice. Exactly. And so you've got the streets filled with beautiful people. You've got fashionistas. Yep. You've got your best in We're in, basically going to take over camps. And I love that. I think yeah. it's really, really great. Clever time of the year in March because the weather is holding. Amazing, yes. And so it's amazing. Yeah. We've changed seasons around. So we used to have um, Joburg in March. I remember now that, yeah. we're doing Cape Town in March. We basically had a couple changes um, to reinvent what Fashion Week is to us and to our market. And we changed our seasons. And we also, um, we used to have African Fashion Week, which mm. was a separate Fashion Week. It was three. Um, and now we've taken away African Fashion Week and we've actually put those um, African designers into Cape Town and Joburg Fashion Week. So those are our big changes this year. Give us the dates. So Fashion Week will take place from the 23rd to the 25th of March. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to say a lot, but there is a pre-party happening. So okay. that's something exciting to look out for. Will it be that week, the pre-party? Or? Yes, okay. it will. And then we have a couple shows that aren't actually taking place during that time. They're taking place slightly before, or, slightly okay. after. Yeah. And people love to be designers, they're creative. So they often say, yes. well, our show is going to be in another venue, which is yes. catch a bus. <laughs> exactly. So David is famous for oh, off He loves off sites. He did the work up once, which, by the way, blew my brain away. Yes. Um, <clears throat> which he does, which is really yeah, cool. And yeah, and he's going to be doing an offsite this season. So that's always something fun to look for and to plan around. So, again, uh, here's the next question mm-hmm. Fashion in Africa, uh, growing wonderfully. Definitely growing. Yes, correct. I think that our industry, although it's small, it has a lot of room to grow. And that's something that we're really excited about. We've got new designers coming up out of design school, out of incubation periods. Um, So, yeah, we're really excited about our industry and how AFI can assist in its growth. What What assistance do you guys do? So we provide, we've got a couple of different options that Mm -hmm. we do. We have um, a incubation and development program that currently 
is going to be changing. So that's why we haven't launched Fast Track this season. Mm -hmm. But we have an incubation where we assist young designers and pair them with established designers for a year so that they can learn how fashion is and kind of learn some of the lessons that maybe they don't need to learn in a hard way where established designers have already learned those. Mm -hmm. Um, We also assist with finance with our... um, Show schedules. We've got a couple of young designers or not young, but establishing themselves, mm. emerging designers where we offer a payment plan so that it's not so hectic and they are able to showcase at fashion week. Great. We also have um, relationships with some of the mm. government based, um, mm. aid yeah. where we can assist in those relationships. This is very important to understand. People mm-hmm. don't understand that when this is a very expensive exercise for a designer. Definitely. It's, it's a, a very expensive yes. exercise. So that's why often they need to get sponsors. Yes, definitely. Um, besides the making of the clothes, they have to rent the space. They have to, you know, there's, there's, yes. a, there's a lot of, I mean, the, but yeah. you're showcasing to the world, to the exactly. media. So, so it is a huge you, marketing. You can't become a big designer without a, no. without a fashion week spread. You don't, you can't. Unfortunately, yeah. all over the world. It's, it's a, very true. it's a very simple model. Um, but it's nice to see that you do help the designers out, which is, yeah, I think, a, it is a costly exercise mm. for a marketing plan, but it's something that, that's why we push our PR and we, we push ticket sales. So this year ticket sales will be taking place on web tickets. Mm-hmm. We have more ticket sales than we've ever had in the past, but we have a feeling that they're going to go very fast. Yeah. Um, and you know, we really push the designers who are on our platform because we understand the financial, mm. You know, stress that sometimes fashion we can put on them as well. I'm so happy you came into studio. We look forward to covering Thank it. You. Uh, yes. This program, the show, the unview, we have fashion, entertainment, we have art, we do a lot of musical theatre, theatre in general, and food. But uh, but fashion's a very big part of of this business. And uh, remember, even if you're going somewhere beautiful to eat, you need to look good. You do, and you get influenced <laughs> by what's happening. In Cape Town at Fashion Week. That's the fact. Yes, because that, true. that, the palette, the designs and, and of course. So thank you. And I think it's going to be superb. So don't forget March, uh, Cape Town Fashion Week happens with AFI. Yes. It's, uh, in Camps Bay, which I think was really, really cool. Yes, and of course excited. we will chat to you throughout the year because you've obviously, we'll, we've got Joburg Fashion yes, Week. Yes, Joburg's coming. Do you do up. Durban still or do we? No, so we, we, because you, we you do, used to, do you dabble there once or twice? Yeah, I think that Durban is a place that, you know, we do want to move into at a mm. point. Um, it's just something that takes a lot of logistics. Well, the fact of the matter is it's not a media hub and it's yeah. not an editor's hub, unfortunately. unfortunately. So Durban fashion do, designers need to get into then those other two. Exactly. We do open it up to oh, everybody. Yeah. Get yeah. in some. Oh, that's what happens. It's not just the Durban July derbs. Come no. on. We need to put it together. <laughs> Katie Davis, thank you so much for joining us. Head of Productions for AFI. Thank you very much. This is the Unview, the thin, the rich, and the fabulous. Uh, Yeah, fashion's a big part of what we do. Um, So does theatre. You know, we often chat about the Naledi Awards, and they're great. But Cape Town, in particular, has got a a phenomenal uh, award called the Fleur de Cup Theatre Awards. And this year is no different. Um, It's the 52nd annual. This is incredible because think about it, 52 years of celebrating theater. Sometimes, though, and I'll chat to um, uh, Melanie Burke, who's the chairperson of the awards and the judging panel in a second. Sometimes they forget the rest of the country who needs to know what's happening with, with the awards in Cape Town. But uh, this is why we change it today, and we're going we're to chat to Melanie on the line. Melanie, welcome to the show. How are you doing? 
Good morning, Alan. I'm fantastic this morning. And thank you for inviting us to share with the rest of the country what's going on in the southern tip of Africa. 52 years. It's incredible. Well, the Fleur de Cup Theatre Awards have been going on longer than I've been alive. Mm-hmm. And it's been my pleasure to be part of this process for the last five awards. So it's really, really exciting to be talking about it again this year. You know, um, the, the, it is a, a difficult um, thing to judge, uh, an event to judge or in some respects, because there's so much talent in South Africa. There is so much brilliant music and theatre happening around the country. Tell me, the Fluter Cup in particular, is it restricted to the Western Cape? Is it, is it the, the productions that happen in the Western Cape? Obviously, those productions go throughout the yes. country often, but yeah. They do. And of course, uh, productions from other parts of the country come to perform in, on mm. stages in Cape Town. And, but this is specifically for professional theatre in and around the Western Cape, specifically around Stellenbosch and Cape Town. But, you know, you, you talk about the amount of talent that's available it's, and how difficult it is to judge this. But I want to say to you, for me, um, as the person who doesn't get to judge, I am simply overseeing oh. the actual panel members who do all this hard work. But for me, I love to have a look at our category for the best new South African script because that's where this starts. When we start to tell our own stories and we start to speak Mm. about our own reality in this country, we start to create roles and stories about ourselves and for ourselves. And then that's the amazing opportunity that I get to have a look at. You know, if I just think about there were 18 um, productions who were eligible for um, the best new South African script. But amongst them, you know, we had um, Amy Jeff as Christelle Flutter. We had the collaboration by a group of young people for The Four. Um, there was Hinterland, um, the Athol Fugard piece for Painted Rocks at Revolver Creek. Koleka Putuma Mbuzeni, of course, Lara Foot for the Inconvenience of Wings. Uh, for me also, Mongi uh, Mongiwe Kaya for I See You, which featured Desmond Dube in the lead role yes. and was directed by Norma Dumazeni. And, you know, Penelope Youngelson's piece, um, Ralph uh, Lawson and Greg Holman's piece, but of course also for theatre stalwarts like Peter Dirk Ace mm. in that amazingly poignant piece called The Echo of the Noise. And then, you know, Richard Kaplan's piece, The Finkelsteins Are Coming to Dinner. Um, and people like Vessel Pretorius, who wrote an amazing piece called The Ontelbare Achensiesig. And so, really, when you start having a look at what is being produced by local talent, it's incredibly energizing because that's where we draw a lot of the talent from. And just from what I've mentioned now in the Best New South African Script category, mm. you will see through the nominations that many of the productions that I've mentioned here uh, have actually come into uh, the shortlist for nominations. Melanie, you operate as an independent change practitioner for the past 25 years, and you do a lot of development in terms of leadership and innovation. And I mean, you've worked for so many NGOs, my, the list goes on. Uh, well, and actually, you know, Street Smart Essay is something I want to talk about in a second, uh, we'll, we'll just on a separate note. Uh, but, but of course, it's, it is about changing, you know, the, I think 10 years ago, we kind of lost our interest in theater because we were stuck watching television. 
and I, as a TV producer, you know that's what you wish for. But but the the art of going to see beautiful theatre, beautiful performances, uh, is coming back. I mean, just I went to the Market Theatre recently here in Johannesburg, and it's full, and and young people are are vibrant about watching South African plays and watching like Zakes and Dow's work and seeing John Carney's directions, and you know. So yeah. I, do you think we're seeing the shift? I don't know if you've noticed it. Well, certainly in the last five years when I've had my hand in the mm. space, it has been like that. So, you know, as you say, I don't come from the theater world. Uh, and so it's really amazing as an outsider to be part of this change that's happening. You know, I remember when, when I first uh, started being the chairman of the Theater Cups, I was, I was so intrigued by how real life and what happens on our stages are intertwined. And, you know, 2016 for me was a particular year that blended so beautifully. If I think about the inconvenience of Wings as a script, you know, Andrew Buckland and Jennifer Stane in that production written by Lara Foote, it dealt with mental illness, a mm. very real issue in society. And if we start to bring these things to life and engage with them and interrogate our notions of our world, you know, that's what theatre does for us. It takes you to a place where you can't imagine ever going in real life, but it allows us to do that. And certainly for me, you know, you compare this to television. When you're in the no, theatre in live performances... Yeah, very different. Yeah, when you're, when you're in live performances, you are actually part of the story. And a good production, I always believe, is it allows me to suspend my disbelief because you kind of know how technically things are put together mm. and so on. But if you can go with that production into the place where that story is taking you, then for me, that's amazing theatre. And as you say, television, you can't compare. It doesn't do any of that. Fluida Cup, uh, Melanie, how, how does the, the judging work? And take me through the process. So um, the panel of judges are a, a group of diverse people. Um, they come from uh, journalism, theatre journalism, uh, arts journalism. Some of them are teachers in theatre um, and so there are people who, some of them actually even trained actors and actresses um, who uh, we choose from the public, obviously, who are not actually involved in theater making because that really is tricky. So it's quite tough to find these um, panel members because most people who love this industry are working in it. Yes. Uh, so we try to keep the independence there. Um, the panel literally are in theaters seven nights a week. I have to tell you, um, they do this clearly for love because mm -hmm. uh, there's not a massive financial reward in doing this. Um, and last year, in 2016, there were around 85 productions that were eligible um, in terms of our criteria. And so literally they have to see a minimum of you know, 80 productions out of the 85. And sure. we had an interesting dynamic last year um, because we had Annie on. And mm -hmm. Annie had a whole variety of different um, uh, people playing Annie plus a Daddy Warbuck. So the panel literally had to go and see every version <laughs> no. oh, of, yeah, yeah. of the production. Yes. But that's um, fair. So I have to tell you again, it's about love. Yes, because we have to make sure that everyone gets an equal opportunity to be considered. Well, and I'm happy that you do that because that is fair. It's reasonable. I mean, I know that they go along to this. Uh, often the people don't even know who the judges are, the, the stars. So you can't really influence them. Um, but, but, or the people that are involved in the production. But the coolest thing is that, you know, it's similar to the Naledi Awards and I, I bring it up because it's good to have these awards in our country because I, I think that we, we forget how incredibly difficult 
uh, draining and, and talented you have to be to, to do this work. And it's hard work. And that's why it's good to recognize these people. Um, but again, the list goes on. Name some of the, the top, top South African performers that are being nominated. Yeah, uh, there's Andrew Buckland for his yeah. role as Paul in The Inconvenience of Wings. I mentioned Desmond Dube earlier in mm-hmm. ICU. Uh, I bumped into Marius Bayers last night yes. uh, in the theater in the Fugard. We went to see The Mother, which is on this year. And, of course, Marius was nominated for his role as Andre in The Father. Um, one of my favorites, and I re- really shouldn't have them, but luckily I don't get to vote, was um, Cattle Drive with Nklantlam Konazi. Yes. Amazing actor. He's been in the industry so long. And then, of course, the Alan Payton piece uh, that featured Ralph Lawson in A Voice I Cannot Silence. I, I really enjoyed um, Ilse Klink in Crystal Flutter. Of course, Jennifer Stain is a multiple Fleur de Cup Theatre Awards mm. recipient. There was, there was also the piece Clybourne Park, and so Susan Danford was um, nominated there. I think some of the, the other actors coming up, you know, the supporting actors are no less important than the lead actors. So yeah, uh, I, I really enjoyed uh, David Vivier's and the Finkelstein for coming to dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matteo Medisa, again, you know, I speak uh, about him and Clantham Kwanazi in the same uh, production, which was called Cattle Drive. Um, there was Lunga Hadebe in I See You Again. Uh, and then for me, uh, one of the supporting actors that really stood out was Rob Van Fieren in A Doll's House. Um, and as I said to you, you know, the, the productions that I mentioned earlier in terms of Best New South African scripts are often um, those that are also nominated. Of course, musical theatre in South Africa is You see, that is, that, is, that, is my, that is my little thing, musical theatre, which I love. I mean, I mean, so yes. It is so lovely to see Paul de Toy uh, for Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Um, very interesting, weird performance, but brilliant that he's nominated. Um, well, I, I also think that the, the venue in which that was staged was interesting and unusual. Gate 69 is, is quite new yes. uh, in the Cape Town yes. theatre scene. And so, you know, what they had was, to do to make this production, what it ended up being, was intriguing, to say the least. Jonathan Rocksmith always doing crazy stuff with the Sweeney Tog. And, and of course, the Marvin Hamlish story, was, I've seen it all. I'm mean, obsessed with yes. it. It was brilliant. Yes. Um, yes. And then, of course, you look at... Also in Joseph and Joseph, so this doesn't yeah, stop yeah. him. Um, uh, which is when someone gets nominated three times, it's it's it shows you their talent. Um, again, wonderful to see things like obviously uh, young stars. Now um, I say this because I thought his performance was exceptional. Uh, was Hamant uh, uh, Heldenhuis for uh, who played yes, yes, Sweeney yeah. in Sweeney Todd. What a performance! What an yes. interesting performance, and what a body to match it because he's 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 robust. But a, a brilliant performer. No, he is. He really is. I mean, Absolutely. and he seems. Yeah. So it's good to see that you've got newcomers in there. Uh, I mean, yep. you and know. young people. Yes. Young people. We have to build the future in theatre. But, you know, speaking about that, um, you talk about young people. There is a really young nominee this year um, for Annie. Lilla Fleischman. Yes. Yeah. She's, um, you she's, know, she's great little role. Eh? Certainly. I try. I, Exactly, and I tried to look around and see if there was anyone uh, this young nominated in the last 50-odd years, and I, I, I don't think we have had a nominee this young um, well, yeah, at the Cup Theatre Awards. Of course, it's uh, we always have the best set, the best costume, the best lighting. Those are, are, are really important because behind the scenes are critical uh, for 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 great um, for great theatre in anywhere in the world. But uh, yeah. but again, yeah. it's uh, it's great to see that that the Fleur de Cup acknowledge yeah. the um, this industry. 
Okay, and, and do it beautifully and, and, I, and get the, you know, I've actually never been to one. I'm attending this year, trust me. Uh, we, we seem to have them all on the show. I want to see them all on the stage. I want to see who's going to win. Um, Melanie, I'm going to close off by saying the following. Uh, Fluida Cup is the sponsor. Distel is yes, not. Um, it's Fluida Cup Wines that's mm-hmm. the sponsor. Um, and I must say, it's, it's probably the evening is going to be an absolutely delicious evening. I'm glad to hear that you're going to be attending okay. because you will be experiencing an evening that is alive with flair. Um, and the Fluida Cup Wine brand has as its theater awards um, pillar that supports the brand uh, something called Encore. And our strapline is that it's worth coming back for more. Well, I cannot wait to see what happens. Lovely to meet you. Um, I look forward to meeting you. Tell us a bit about your NGO organization I spoke about earlier. What do you do? Um, Give it a punt. So Street Street Smart, very simply, is an organization that partners with restaurants. We invite them to become Mm. part of um, a network of restaurants where people who dine at those restaurants are invited to add five rand to their bill. And in 2016, uh, around 85 restaurants have managed to raise a million and sixty thousand rand for organizations that we support that fund education, skills development and family reunification for street children or children who are vulnerable to becoming street children. Melanie, I wanted the reason that I brought it up is because I have seen it on the bulls and I'm one of the people that say, Yeah, let's put the five Rand of course, why it's five Rand, guys? I mean, you know, it's, you've you spent thousand Rand on a Valentine's meal, you can Definitely give five rand to someone to help them be, be fed. And that's why I wanted to bring it up. So if people want information on how you can help people that, that are hungry, because that's what it's about and vulnerable, especially children, www.streetsmartsa.org.za. Go and help them out. And if you're a restaurant, because we get a lot of restaurants on the show, I'm going to start to ask them, do they belong to you, you guys? I'm going to actually ask them, how's that? That's a good idea. Yep, and that's, that's excellent. And we Let's thank put them on the spot. Because actually with, with, yeah, and without diners who actually contribute, we can't really exist. Without the restaurants and without the diners, mm. Street Smart can't exist. But I'm, I'm delighted that I will hopefully be seeing you on the 19th of March in Cape Town at the Artscape at the 52nd Annual Florida Cup Theatre Awards. I will see you there. Thank you, Melanie, the chair. Person of the awards and judging panel. She's not a judge, but, uh, of course, Florida Cup Theatre Awards is huge. Melanie, thank you for joining us. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you so much, Alan. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. And that, uh, yeah, it's South Africa's biggest award. It's, uh, it's huge. The ladies in the Fluida Cup are an acknowledging theatre. And on that note, I've got a theatre star in studio. <laughs> a star. Yeah. And I've even got a star on my I top today. A star on your top. <laughs> a sparkly star. Hello, uh, Mr. Ford. And wow, how are you? Bonjour. Bonjour, mesdames. You're so good to be here. Oh, you look beautiful. Oh, thank you. Star. That is the worst, the worst French accent I ever had. <laughs> Yeah, sound, you think I'd be able I to sound do it like better? like a German, like no, I'm, no, not you, me. Oh, Hélène <laughs> Dubois. Hélène Dubois. Parlez-vous français? No, no, oui, oui, oui. I need a wee wee. <laughs> How are you, dear? I'm so good, babe. So good to be here. It's this so is so good to see, see the you. family again. You know. Yeah. It, 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 of course, the ma- you you ran in on you because you you have your um your. Your show on yes um, till nine mix. yeah mix yeah with Tony so I finished Bird. at nine and then dashed here. Are you loving being on radio? By Love the way, that. yeah, Isn't man. Tony crazy. He's an utter. We're absolutely nuts. I mean, it's just insane. But uh, you know, people come to the studio, any studio, I think, and even um, I mean, when I used to work here, I did the buzz with Jason, and yes. you know, it's it's not work really. Let's be honest, you know. 
I disagree. Just, I find it quite, quite, quite <laughs> you find, find it quite taxing. <laughs> Depends if you're producing. <laughs> well, exactly. True. True, Dad. Um, I, I remember when Gareth and I first started at seven oh two. Um, the afternoon drive when we used to write traffic reports. I, I get Gareth was cleaning the, the um. <laughs> <laughs> studio floors And I was writing I think there's an accident At the corner of Jan Smuts And William Nickel Tick tock tick tock yes. And then give one to To Jenny Chris Williams Or David O'Sullivan Yeah and Jane And Jane I forget her surname uh, And then We used to run down And give the same report <laughs> yeah, to, to like to hand Louise deliver Sinclair, it <laughs> who, And Louise used to present uh, Afternoon Drive With Tony yes. On 94.7 Yeah So Tony was always there And always fun and It's good to see that He's still <laughs> yeah. Having fun in radio Totally And totally. You're, you're the sidekick I'm the sidekick And, and we uh, Yeah there's no rules really I mean you just got to Keep it clean that side But no, <laughs> apart yeah. from that Unlike this side Exactly <laughs> Potty mouths but we, we got potty mouths <laughs> <laughs> Party math, but, but it's course, good to be here. You've been in this industry for for twenty years. Yeah, a little okay. bit more than twenty, okay, even. Bit, but 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 I mean, give away my age. Yeah, but I mean, you've been here for for a while. Yeah, and you've sung and uh-huh. you've done theatre. We even did a little piece together, didn't we're, we? We're going to talk about <laughs> that. You see, I have such fond memories every, of seeing you in your underwear. <laughs> underwear, how well, I was naked. True that. <laughs> um, just because I've said this before. Um, when I've had producers on the show, I actually had Bernard J mm. last year and I, I, it's very, you know, the reason I, I love doing a show about in particular theater entertainment, part of the show mm. is quite thick in this is because it's the hardest, I think one of the hardest jobs in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? It, because I, I don't think I'll ever do it again. Oh, really? Did you find it really, really hard? It was very difficult. And daunting. But no, you know, when you take clothes really, out of, when you take no, no, clothes I, out the of the clothes, mix. I didn't worry about that. And I'm not a naturalist or nudist, but, but <laughs> it, it really became something that I found very, very arduous, mm. difficult. It is and though, draining, but you see, the thing is people, people don't realize, um, a lot of it work. is exciting, but, but from, from the second that you, you audition, Sure. You audition, you get a call back. You probably get another call back, maybe another one. Then you get the role, then it's exciting. Then you've got to wait for the production. Then pre-production starts. You start doing that. It's exciting. You rehearse mm. your butt off for weeks and weeks no on end. No one understands. No one understands. You literally you, don't have a you, life. You work. You start at probably at nine in the morning. Yeah. And you finish at five. Six at o'clock nine, at night. Six That's at it. Night. Every single and day. Six are, days a week. And what rehearse. you're doing is that you are not, you're not, you're using your brain, you're using your body. And your emotions. You're using your emotions. Yeah. You're using your voice mm-hmm. and you're using your singing talent and you're using. Exactly. And, and. And, and you hurt. And you saw. You hurt. It's really, it's really sore. something. But people don't see that. They see the they end see, result. They go, and they go, oh my goodness, <laughs> that dancing with the 400 people on stage was slightly out of sync. You're like, I mean, what? what? But the funny thing is, I mean, they often don't even I notice give the dancing. I a standing ovation every single musical theater thing mm. I see yeah. for one simple reason. It is the hardest job. It, it really is. And, and it's, people you know, the funny that. thing is, I mean, to do a long run of a musical as well, I was in We Will Rock You and I still have injuries from that that, like, yeah. <laughs> that are recurring. I don't, I don't know how Jonathan does it. Oh my gosh. Jonathan, uh, Jonathan is, is something unbelievable. else. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's crazy stuff. I mean, uh, and to sing like that every night, I mean, that's a muscle, you know, as well. So to be able sure. to sing like that and have the stamina 
is just something else. You've got to figure it out. And that's what you figure out in the rehearsal process. That's what it's part of. But with some, we're like taking the glamour out of it. Then you get under the footlights and it's all wonderful. Opening night happens and then it's just hard slog. I mean, <laughs> opening night is a, is a high. Yeah. I mean, everyone's going, and this is, and this, um, and this you're a bit of a flop. Yes, exactly. Okay. And you uh, never know. On that note, Helen Dubois. Yes. Let's Alan discuss, Ford. Let's discuss a, a little, a little, a little, a little, a little trip down memory lane. Trip down memory lane. I can't right. remember one of the songs. Uh, I do. I want to do Debbie. I want to do Debbie. Debbie's one I want to oh, do. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, oh, yeah, the, 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 I'm the a shower. small town girl. I'm a small, oh, no, I'm no. I'm a small town girl. Oh, 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 <laughs> my God. But, but here is the ridiculous thing. Debbie Does Dallas. The, the, the show is called <laughs> Debbie Does Dallas. And uh, I was very close to Caprice Perret and Jacques yes. Turblanc at the time. And Caprice said, Al, oh my God, oh you gotta God. like, you just be a part of the musical. I'm like, okay, I can sing and I, I can kind of, I can dance at the wedding. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, <laughs> the but, old man dance. Yeah, and I, I can hold a, a bit of a, a bit a of a pose. Vibe, yeah. You know. And then all of a sudden, I entered this world it was as a television producer and radio presenter that I'd experienced and did a bit of TV presenting. Is all of a sudden I, I couldn't understand what was going on. <laughs> I couldn't understand how what the hell was happening here. Uh, cut a long story short, and I've said this before. <laughs> I think it was the worst production. <laughs> that's but possibly you know one of the worst it was... that has ever been staged. <laughs> no, but it was at so the Joe bad. Bixick Theater. It was, it was so, so bad, bad that it was, it was so good. It was, but it was so bad. But th- th- that it was good. We made money. Do you because know I mean, Do you know yes, that it, it, I know. it made money. Well, I mean, there were people return visitors. People came and saw it like five, six, five, six times. times. It was like a cult. People got drunk, passed out. Remember, <laughs> people came wandering around backstage. It was, it was epic. It was actually <laughs> crazy. What I do, what I want to explain to uh, tell you. About this experience is that firstly, <laughs> I want to just tell you a few things. The the lead cast members, which were beautiful, remember it's a porno musical. Yes, and they had so they, they had to show their. Boobs, That's why we were in it. The, yeah, well, just I don't for know the record, exactly because I'm not exactly the porno look type, but let's go with it <laughs> for this one. Okay. That, I've come to fix your pool. But, but they, they, they couldn't, they couldn't, they couldn't, like they didn't have the vocal. Yeah. Well, ability. a couple of them did. Yeah, the couple, musical theatre people. Were, femme Beeling was Femme and Tessa and Tessa Stephen. we really yeah, good. Yeah. Okay. And me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Except I never got to go on. <laughs> you and Stephen still haven't been on. I know. You, you we still haven't been on. Exactly. But remember, Caprice wasn't there for that time, and I did like a whole rehearsal process. I know. Like, I know. Yeah. So, yeah, so they had to cut songs. Change keys, <laughs> do things. This is all the week that we're going. Oh, it was, was it was epic, and I, I've got it. I mean, you had Pierre Fanier. Listen, the boys were uh, the boys. The boys, it. Oh, uh, yeah, the boys were. I good. mean, they were only Pierre myself. <laughs> Check him out. <laughs> the boys weren't. The boys could hold. The boys it. were good. Okay, the things I couldn't catch a ball. And Jacques, Jacques was great. I mean, yeah, the, but but the best part of it, is, and this is is the this is the thing, is that you when you're in theatre. And, and you're doing a production like this. The illusion of nudity is an illusion. So you yes. do cover, you've got certain body, body suits, suits and, yeah. on and you've got certain, uh, ballet, um, mm. G strings on that, uh, and you have something called, and it's called don't, a cock sock to cover that yes. part if you want to show your bum. Seriously, it's just because that's what, it's a cock thing. sock. Did you get that? Did you, did you all get that? Yeah, it's, it's a thing, but it's a, 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 it's a,
your male private parts so that if you want to do a nude scene, you don't have mm. to have it all flashing everywhere. Okay. What about the other bits, though? Mm. Well, the bums, we didn't mind changing No, the, the other bits. Oh, no, that was put into the sock. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it, no, no, it fitted the whole package. They need to change the name of that sock. It was a package sock. I mean, the package. Okay. I never thought the interview would go this way today. But I must say, I never, okay. never imagined. I know, I know. we're going to get. But, but so, but this, you, sometimes you wet and you're trying to do these scenes, and and, and you guys are backstage trying to help us. Yes. And and we can't get half of the stuff back on. I mean, that G string used to go. It's like a tech candy floss. So I'm like, see next. Screw the G-string. Go naked. Boom, you're on that stage <laughs> naked. And it's, 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 seriously. <laughs> it was really something. It was like that. There must be a, there's no You couldn't video. fit things. No. You couldn't. And then it just goes on. Then, then, and here's the thing, is that you've got to get the song right. You've got to get the, the move right. You've got to get the action right. You've got to get the lines right. You've got to do this thing properly. Who cares what you're wearing? Well, that's the thing. That's why wardrobe malfunctions are so interesting on because, stage because, because you, you can't do anything, literally. You My can't. skirt popped off once and I had to do, and that was the beginning of the number. And oh. I only had like a show G-string on underneath. With, and I had to just, I had to do it with the dancers all guffawing around me. I wish that you'd seen us in Debbie Does Dallas. It was a, an absolute Let's joke. do it again. Please, no. <laughs> Never. Please, I want to no, do God. Debbie. Debbie's I what do I want to do. Oh, oh. Bernard J still does this. He goes, oh, God. <laughs> How we made money on that. Yeah. Because a lot of productions lose. It just shows you what the and what audiences what the want. And audiences wanted. Yeah. And they, and they wanted, they loved the smut. But, it, I mean, it was a musical. It, don't, yeah. it wasn't a, I mean, there was no sex on stage. It was nothing weird. It was a proper well, musical. Well, I mean, there was. <laughs> not real. Not real, but, I mean, yes, correct. Yeah. The shower scene. <laughs> the orgy in the shower scene. My parents were like, oh my God. What is my, t- uh, my parents came to see them. Like, wow. What, what is my son, Alan Ford? That, what? My, my good child. Radio man. What is he doing? What is he doing on what? the stage? But it, it, it was, anyway, it, listen, it wasn't that bad, but it was just really funny. It was beautiful. Take me through some of the highlights of your career, Helen. And I, wow. don't, I don't think it was one of them, but it was fun. That's how it was got, fun. It was good got, fun. How we got to meet I know. and spend time together. But also the Joburg Theatre is an institution. To do a show there is fantastic. I know. The one, one of the only. highlights was, was playing the lead in Boogie Nights, um, mm. just a little bit before that, actually, and touring with that. That was incredible. We were Rocky World Tour. <laughs> You can't even begin to imagine. I mean, that, that, what a great, I mean, with Hazel wow. Feldman, what mm. a great production. Amazing production. I understudied the lead, got to play the lead, um, in Korea. And it's just that, that show, it gets into your heart. Anybody who's ever done it will explain. There's a weird thing that happens when you're in that show and it just gets because, into your, into it, your DNA. It's it, it, bizarre. It, 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 while it's, we will rock you, it has a, a it, it's very, um, it's got a supernatural. It does, and element. the thing is, I mean, it's got this like spiritual thing attached mm, to it yes. as well. Like a, and I promise you, it's really weird, and I'm not kind of into it, but you can almost feel Freddie Mercury yes. like present <laughs> some nights in, um, what is it? Uh, um, um, no yeah, one but you. There's a beautiful ballad. You, you literally, you can just get the sense of of. Mm. It's weird. It's weird. I, I sound weird now. But sometimes you. you but this is what you do because you. Yeah. You, you hold these roles. Yeah. You exactly. Remember, it was written by Brian May, and uh, they they, yeah. they did it. Uh, uh, well, I mean, what is the history of We Were Rocky? I oh, think it's, gosh, something, it's, it's something that has to do with the, the risen Freddy in some respects. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's about the Bohemians and yeah. they've lost. It's like the Holy Grail in a way, but yeah, that's music. Which is, yeah, that's music. You know? yeah. So it's it's a fantastic story, though, actually. But um, so that was a highlight. And then um, oh, I love television as well a lot. Um, my first TV series I did. 
I don't know if anyone will remember it, but it was called Honey Town. I played a pop star, and that's how the the singing came about. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so it's kind of just been an organic journey for me and I sort of come in and out of things. I've musical I'm like, oh musical theater, let's do some of that now and then oh film, let's do that. So I kind of just and then I'm in radio now and so I said this um to some of the guys a couple of weeks ago that were in studio that you um the the, the cast of West Side Story mm-hmm. and I said, you know, the this business you have to be multifaceted. You really do. And have multi dimensions mm. to not even triple anymore. You know, it's like it's multi. quadruple. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so if you can do radio, you can do radio. If you do voiceover, you do voiceover. You do, you do if all you of can it. Teach, you teach. Yes. If yeah. you dance, you dance, you sing, you sing. Um, perform, perform, direct, yeah. direct. Okay. But of course these days mm. with social media and everything, branding is so important. So mm. whatever you're doing, you've got to make sure that it kind of fits your brand. And mm. it's quite difficult. It's quite a difficult thing to understand, I think, as well, if you're starting out, mm. to be able to put everything and channel everything into a brand um, so, and not go against the grain of what you're supposed to be and be genuine, you know? Mm. it's it's. I sound like an old woman, but it's really like that. It's, well, it's, I mean, it's difficult to, to keep true to yourself. Well, it's more about also understanding that this is, this is a, an art form mm-hmm. and this is many – you got to survive. Exactly. Well, that's the thing. I mean, you got, you got to, if you can be, people you know, want to be famous. That's and that's no, just so bad no. because don't be don't, be a working actor yeah, or yeah. whatever it is. I mean, people hate that phrase, but to be a working actor, actress, radio DJ, whatever it is, you're working. You've got your finger in a few pies. You're happy. You're content in your life. And occasionally, there's a boost. Like I did Celebrity Big Brother, which was an amazing boost for my career. Yes, a massive boost. Um, Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. I was actually talking about him the other day. Somebody said. And I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, Bill. Just Bill, you, yeah. Danny Kay was Joanne in it. Strauss, Joanne Strauss. Um, Cabello, yeah. A great experience. The best. Mm. The best. One of the best experiences. And it was, ever. I think Bill actually won it. He did. Oh, he did. Yeah, he did. Um, the, the, the interesting thing when you look at it, shows you how TV can punt mm-hmm. uh, uh, an actor and actress yeah. and having a big public platform. Exactly. Um, it's critical. Got to use it though in yeah. the right manner. So all the kids who are doing all these reality shows now, great. Yeah. If you don't use, you've got that moment and that platform. If you don't use it, then well, it's gone. I, I, I was at the Mum Champagne tent at mm-hmm. the JMB Met, and there were a whole bunch of of young stars, and I'm going to say probably like Vuzu mm-hmm. uh, type of stars, maybe yeah. a bit of SBC One, and these all these like Trace or E and all these uh-huh. really, these people who I don't know. Yes. I don't know. As a TV producer, I don't know. And they really don't want to know you because they don't know who you are. Mm. So they don't really care. Yeah. Because they're so fake, so worried about their dress and so worried about their hair and <laughs> so worried about like staring and skiffing someone else out. It's very weird and selfies and all that. And drinking nonsense. free champagne. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which I kind of understand. But, <laughs> but here's the funniest thing. The thing is that, that, that it is, if you don't play it properly, it's a very short lived exactly. experience. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. You go back in the day when people were big stars. Okay. Where are they now? Mm. You know, uh, yeah. they have to re-transfer, re-reinvent. Reinvent. That's my thing. That's actually yeah. part of my which is, my which thing. Is what you know, about, it's it's so about you, well, like Madonna I mean, is the, the queen of reinvention, and I take a page out of her book. But You've remember, got to reinvent yourself. She, but Madonna ten years ago could have retired and had a very happy yes. life. A lot of people have to really work hard because mm. otherwise you can't eat. No, exactly. Okay, yeah. so we we got a, a champagne, champagne wishes and caviar dreams today. Yeah. But the cool thing is that you have to have talent. Exactly. And you have to cultivate the mm. talent. And you have to be a nice person and a professional yes. person. That's it. Because, because that's, that's unfortunately you lose very very quickly. 
you know that term old school, like people talk about the mm. old school way and the old school way is becoming a very long and distant memory, mm. which is really sad because it's just the, a level of professionalism that needs to be had and kept, which mm. is just kind of slipping slightly. And I, it's so sad to me because there are amazingly talented people who are just, they're just missing out because they're, they're not reliable and they're unprofessional and they're rude and whatever I'm telling it is. You, because here's the attitude. The attitude I don't mean is, to look at you when I say that. <laughs> She's like, no, no, me? No. You're talking but, to me? But the attitude is so simple. Here's the attitude. The attitude is the following. I am not going to work with you again. Well, exactly. Because there are plenty shoulda, mm-hmm. woulda, couldas. Yeah. All right. And I want to tell you, I have had the pleasure to work with some of the best in this country and some in the world. Mm-hmm. And the best don't act like that, so you continue to use them. But if you, someone new that walks in that is late for appointments, misses interviews, mm-hmm. uh, doesn't arrive on time, has an attitude, yeah. drunk on set, yeah. it is so easy. You just don't and work you, with and, them. And again. literally, depending on who you're working with, you could do it once because you'll speak to somebody who'll oh, speak yeah, to somebody yeah, yeah. and that's yeah. it. Boom, done. That's it. Never work in this town again, Close. especially if it's Mr. Alan Ford. No, but no, no, no. It's not like that. But the thing is, that it's true. You never, will never work in the town again because yeah. people go, oh, my God, Alan won't use him. Mm-hmm. Or Helen won't use him. What's wrong then? Yeah. There's something wrong. And, mm. and then Alan say, well, just a dreadful person. I met very, very few people, but yeah. it just does concern me where, where I see people that are that are young and up and coming, and they've got their little Vuzu, like a little. I don't mean to, to knock Vuzu. Sorry, I, I think Vuzu is a great channel. I think it's great what they're doing. Um, but you, you had your one little Soul City experience, and now all of this. Oh, you were on Generations for a mm-hmm. for three a walk on roll. No, not a walk on roll. And then now all of a sudden, you know, like. Half yeah. of those people are not there. That's the thing. And that's, uh, uh, that's another reality of being in the industry. You know, you can get a, it, how lucky to have a contract, but you know, those contracts sometimes come to an end quite rapidly anyway. An and yeah. then what? They Where are you left? Go, well, they come to an end. Yeah. You know, I had three talk when the Nalene was on for a long period of time. It came to an end. Yeah. It finished. Boom. You know, Oprah. Boom. Finished. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, uh, what I'm saying, things end. Yeah. A run, Tim Pluman's defending the caveman. He, it's never going to end. Never going to end. <laughs> that but, is never going to end. But, but, he, but he left for a while. <laughs> no, he didn't. So it ended. Back. Okay. Yes. And then he wrote a book about fitness. No. And, uh, but you yes. see, but I, I mean, those are the eternal uh, uh, geniuses that, that people want to work with. Yeah, exactly. Because they, they run a proper gig and that's what the, the thing is. Yeah. So perf- you're right. So, I love uh, this chat. It's like this whole kind of in-depth into the industry do's and don'ts thing. We should actually like write a book. But you see, <laughs> but you see Helen, here's the thing. It's because you've been on the highs mm. and you've been on the, in the lows. Exactly. Yeah. Let's talk about the lows because the, I would imagine there were periods mm-hmm. of time where where you couldn't afford stuff. You know, it's, you, I always said it, I always used to work. say that it was it, it was relative. Mm. Somebody would say, "Oh, I can't afford to go out for sushi tonight," and I'd be like, "I can't afford to buy Coca Cola mm. at the moment." Yeah. Shameless pun for Coke. But, um, but you see, there are times where you have to tighten your belt and thank goodness for like Woolworths accounts to feed me in those times. Seriously. That kind of thing where you actually had to be clever about it. But I must say, I've been very lucky and I haven't had to do, I've had to do other like jobs where you do jobs because you really do need the money, like dressing up as a Christmas tree and walking around a mall. Okay. I was a banana in pajamas. Okay. I was B1. 
Okay. Inside a suit. I nearly, I nearly died. But anyway. But, but you, because you need the work. Because we need the money and the work. But, yeah. you know, because you can't always be up front. So you, you kind of do these other jobs on the side just to kind of make it. And then when you hit a certain age, there's up and coming people and then mm. they, they pick them over you because, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just what, it's just it's the okay. way. It's just the way it is. It's the way it is. Mm-hmm. But that's why. You have to be able to be reinvent yourself. Yeah, you have to do that. Totally. You have to be multifaceted. You have to. That's yeah. why I'm. I'm now. I've decided. So, I decided to so release the song. Let's talk about the song. Yeah, now, this the song is like I need you. you. <laughs> Tell me about it. All right. So, so firstly, firstly, wh- what made you write the song? Okay, I didn't write the song. I mean, I'm sorry, what but made you get the this? okay. So the first, the, yeah. one, it was actually my second single I released was a song called Anything. It, it was number one all over the country. It did really, really well. Written by somebody called Pam Shane, who's Pam an Shane international and Bernie Herms. Yeah. Okay. She's written for like Christina Aguilera hmm. and um, Beyonce and a whole bunch of people. And she wrote Anything. And then I was said, said Benji Moody. He's my mentor. Hmm. He's always been there for me. He was my record company guy. He said, Let's do another song. And he goes, Oh, I've got one from Pam. He sent me a few and then he said oh I've got one from Pam and I listened and I went this is it and it's like full circle do another song by Pam it's beautiful so got in the studio with Mario what does this mean to you this why did I do it? Or, no, like or, I need you. Cause it's, you or know, like I need you. Often uh, when a, a song arrives, mm. you go, I resonate with these words. Okay, well, okay. this the song for me is about a push and pull relationship and kind of the yin and yang of a relationship. And basically in the lyrics, it talks about without happiness, there's no pain or without pain, there's no happiness. Um, without darkness, there's no light, that kind of thing. And I think it's very much a push and pull converse, a conversation with a lover um, and a, in a relationship. Uh, when did it hit radio? It hit radio in September and it's been playlisted on most stations. Most stations. And uh, there's a music video as well. You can find it on YouTube, Like I Need You. There's a behind the scenes EPK. It's also on TV. Great. So it's going really well. I'm doing another song in the next month or two. Uh, one, because no, the, the, the days of releasing the album. Yeah, it's expensive. Songs hey? is over. <laughs> you know, it, it, yeah. we were chatting to the guys last week from uh, Jer- uh, Jericho. And Jericho, they, they said the same thing. It's now you're releasing online. It's, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's one of the, 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 the TV, the, the CD days of the whole album is kind of, it's, 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 kind it's of, like well, 2000s. I think if you're, if you're, if you're, you know, really have a massive number one, go ahead and do it. Um, mm. but, but to, to do it as a comeback thing, I'm just going to do singles for now. I have a, a an LP player. Mm-hmm. So I go into a lot of the hospice shops and I buy old awesome. LPs. And I want to tell you something interesting about this. Um, some of these LPs only have three songs on them. Oh, really? So David Bowie would release like four songs. Yeah. Or it had like just the A and the B side. Yes, which like is like three songs, songs three yeah, songs. Yeah. That's yeah. Exa- and so it's... it's like an EP. But that's... Kind of, yeah. Which is interesting. Which shows you that that's how they yeah. used to release. They didn't I have like the... that idea though. They had the money or the resources to be able to go and put these long, mm. uh, like 18... Tracks. Track on a vinyl. Albums together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, so they yeah. couldn't. So they used to release and that's how they would do it. Yeah. And I think it's happening this way in the... I've picked it up. I mean, not like I'm a music guru, either, but um, <laughs> no. But yeah. it's a good. I think it it sort of opens the market to more acts. It's great. There's so much going on. Really, there's so many new acts and exciting new things, new music out there. We're going to listen to the song in, in a moment, uh, Helen. Mm-hmm. What else can we expect from you? What are you doing? Well, I'm doing. I'm doing the song now. Um, I've, I am the editor of a showbiz um, uh, site as well called mm-hmm. showbizinfolhd.co.za. So well, I'm kind of doing the media thing there. Doing this. Um, I'm working on a television show actually. 
uh, concept of mine, which is kind Lovely, of in pre-production-ish. Bring me the script. Well, we're, we're, we're <laughs> bring me the stuff. I we should see. have a chat, right? We should have a I've chat. I've got a whole bunch. Actually, we should totally have a chat. I feel exactly a partnership coming on. We should be doing. As long as you keep your clothes on this time. <laughs> Listen, Helen has seen every part of this. You and Femme and Caprice Beret and Tanya von Kran have seen me. Na- I've seen you all. Yeah, we've all I've seen, seen each other. All your hoo has, all your hoo has, all your boobies. I've, we've seen them. We've touched them. We've grabbed them. Oh, and amazing. I promise you, it was a legitimate musical. And you got paid for it. <laughs> you got paid for what it. What a winner. <laughs> she was. Uh, it makes me blush. You are blushing. You actually are. But I want to tell you, blushing. you do something like that, you get over body issues very quickly. No, totally. You get like so over it so quickly. I body, promise you. Body schmoddy like, these days. Uh, Anything goes, right? Please, just nude. Just take it off. Um, it's like dress codes. Anything goes. Doesn't matter what they tell you. Anything goes. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. We're going to play your song. It's uh, you're amazing. Like I need you. Okay, we got it ready because I want to. I want to hear like I need you. Um, and uh, yeah, Helen Dubois. Thank you for joining me. Thanks and, for and, having it's me. So good to. We did that production. Ten years ago, yeah, it was, wasn't it? Debbie does. Oh, that. it is. It's ten exactly years, ten years exactly ago. Ten now, years. in fact, now right we were now. naked. Right, right, right now. now, right now we were nude. <laughs> Hell, I put on. We a should bag. have a drink. I, I put on like ten, <laughs> not ten o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the key, another key thing is we, just so you know, these people they get on stage they don't drink before they do it because no, otherwise no. you break your neck. Yes. Um, there's no. You, you have to be perfectly timed. Mm-hmm. There's no like nonsense. But afterwards you get smashed. <laughs> you, you have to. <laughs> Helen Dubois, um, where can people find you? They can find it on iTunes, uh, Amazon Music, all over the place. You can get the song, wow. Like I Need You, Helen Dubois. And then, of course, YouTube. Just search. Um, you can search me. There's a YouTube channel and the videos on there. And I hope you love it. It's it's a really beautiful I'm proud video. of your work. And I think that you're thank great. You. And thank you for joining me. Thanks, my darling. And yo, this is this is magic. I, like I Need You. Thank you so much to African Fashion International, the Fluida Cup Awards we spoke about, Helen Dubois for coming into studio. We've got Francois Pinot coming up in the next couple of weeks. We've got Mango Groove. We've got... Johnny Clegg We've got uh, It just gets better and better Oh my god We've got Priscilla Queen of the Desert Oh my god We've got Oh oh, and we've got I'm so excited We've got um, Bonnie Tyler Oh my god! Oh my god You're like holding on for a hero on that one I'm the hero (laughs) (laughs) Yeah we need a lot Uh, This is the Unview The Thin, The Rich And The Fabulous I'm Alan Ford And thank you for joining us Here on ClipCentral.com you know which strings to pull to me That make me bend and break You know how to feed my dark side You hook me in like bait. Cliffcentral.com